<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. You are listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast, where we feature timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and the economy in the hope of providing you investing and trading guidance. Here's your host, Royce Aguilar, from the Research Department at First MetroSec. So welcome to another episode of our podcast here in First Metro Securities. So we have a very important guest today. But before we introduce our guests, I would like to introduce our topic for uh, this episode. So we will talk about portfolio management. So we are quite aware of how the lockdowns forced by the COVID-19 pandemic have created an army of cash-rich individual investors aggressively chasing yields uh, here in the Philippine stock market. According to the data by the PSE, as of January 22, the retail or individual segment accounted for 52.2% of value turnover, right? while institutional accounted for the remaining 47.8%. Right? So according to the president, uh, Ramon Monson, the retail participation started to expand when the pandemic started. In 2020, the retail market was responsible for 26.9% of value traded from only 18.2% a year before. But now we're actually here to talk about those who are taking it to the next level. For me, interestingly, during the market rebound, specifically last fourth quarter of 2020, besides the rise of individuals who are you know, creating these webinars, charging others for webinars, I saw several people who started their small fund management team. I'm actually seeing posts in social media where they are actually trying to raise funds from their friends and families. So this is why we invited in this podcast an investment strategist with years of experience to hopefully guide those new portfolio managers out there. But before anything else, let's define first portfolio management. So portfolio management is defined as this um, art and science of making decisions about the investment mix, policy, matching investments to objectives, asset allocation for individuals, and balancing risk against performance. So... It actually requires the ability to weigh strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats across the full spectrum of investments. So it actually involves trade-offs from debt or equity, from domestic international for, for growth versus safety, right? And there are actually several types of portfolio management. So we actually have four major types. So first one is we have discretionary portfolio management. So this individual authorizes the portfolio manager to take care of his financial needs on his behalf. There's also non-discretionary portfolio management. So here, the portfolio manager can merely advise the client what is good, what is bad, what is uh, fit for the said individual. But the client reserves the full right to take his own decisions. Another is passive portfolio management. So basically, this is what we usually uh, see when a certain uh, fund just tracks an index. And another is active, which is well, what we are seeing uh, most recently. So this includes a team of members who take active decisions based on some hardcore research before investing into any investment uh, assets. Right. So lastly, we will discuss quickly uh, the key elements of portfolio management. So according to several sources, uh, CNBC, Wall Street Journal, Investopedia, right? Uh, here are some uh, key elements in portfolio management. First one is asset allocation. So basically, the key 
to effective portfolio management is the long-term mix of assets. So generally, usually you can combine stocks, you can combine bonds, and cash. Cash is actually a position, right? You could even include certificates of deposits. You could even add alternative investments like commodities, derivatives, especially in the global markets, right? So usually, investors with a more uh, aggressive profile uh, weight their portfolios toward the more volatile investments such as growth stocks, investors. On the other hand, investors with a conservative profile weigh their portfolios toward a more stable uh, investment such as bonds, blue chip stocks, uh, dividend yielding stocks, and the like. Another element is diversification. Diversification is spreading risk and reward within an asset class. Of course, because it's difficult to know which subset of an asset class or sector is likely to outperform another, diversification actually seeks to capture the returns of all the sectors over time while reducing volatility at any given time. Real diversification is made across various classes of securities, so sectors of the economy and geographical regions. So lastly, this actually an, uh, one important element, it's rebalancing. So rebalancing is actually used to return a portfolio to its original target allocation at regular intervals, usually annually. This is done to reinstate the original asset mix when the movement of the markets force it out of the killer. So basically, that's the basics of the types, the elements of portfolio management. Now, we will now introduce our guest, right? He is actually a market consultant of First Metro Securities. He's, he is also the founder investment strategies of uh, Ryman Reason Investment Research and Management. So he's also a former economist of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas and has over a decade of experience in trading, not only in the Philippine stock markets, but also in the US. Like I mentioned, he has his own investment ad- his investment advisory firm, right? He actually retired from corporate life at age 29. Besides that, aside from his consultancy work, he's also an educator the Philippine Stock Exchange and regular resource speaker in ANC and One News. He's also a certified public accountant and a certified internal auditor. And actually recently, just recently, he's actually already a uh, CMT. Correct me if I'm wrong, yung CBA Chartered Market Technician, a certified, correct me later. So he's actually the one who conducts our advanced seminars, right? Next week, for the week of April 19 to 23, I believe we have another, we have a technical analysis, advanced technical analysis. He will also be the one conducting it. So for those who would like to attend, please register, take a look at our Facebook for the under events. So now we welcome to you, Mr. Aaron Sai. So hello, Mr. Aaron, how are you? Hi, good afternoon, Royce. Yes, tama yung, ano na, tama yung chartered. Tama yung chartered sa CMT. Thank you. Alright, so chartered market technician. That takes three levels, guys. So, so legit market technician talaga siya. So now, let's get on with the questions. So, Sir Aaron, so what does a portfolio manager and or investment strategist do on a normal trading day? Well, um, well for my job, no? For my job, a normal day would, de- would begin with with checking what happened in the Western markets overnight. So that would be checking the US and the European markets, of course, the dollar, and of course, the yields, no? interest, rate, uh, interest rate environment. And then I go back to check Asian markets once they open close to PSE's opening time. Diba, no? And then I'll read on some news, tapos yung disclosure sa Edge, no? 
Then I check if I have unfinished tasks from the review of the portfolios the night before. Because after market, pahinga muna. Tapos tignan yung mga portfolios kung ano mga dapat gawin or kung may dapat gawin. Kung pwede ko nang gawin that night, ginagawa ko na. Pero kung may naiwan pa, no, may mga kailangan pang gawin that I need to do prior to market open, then I do them. No, I do them prior to the opening of the market. No, then for the whole market session, medyo nakatutok din sa market for my trading portfolio, especially. Uh, I watch out for price movements, lalo na dun sa mga relatively big positions. Check the bid ask to see the activity and interest, and take actions if necessary. No, so yun. So after market close. Uh, may worksheet ako na update no I have I update the worksheets that I have for every portfolio that I manage tapos on pahinga muna some family time no then late afternoon ule or late night minsan depende kung may mga gagawin pang iba no I go back to check my worksheets no if I have to post some order for the next day pino post ko na tapos yung iba I leave out for the next day sometimes to get some feel first no from the morning pre-open session basically that's how my day goes all right so very Manageable, right? So you have been actually doing this um, even in style uh, prior to the pandemic. But I would like to ask specifically, what style do you implement during a bull and or bear market? Do you have a same strategy like value or growth? What are you leaning towards to value or growth, momentum or contrarian? How do you strategize basically, especially for a client who allows you to ikaw masusunod in terms of strategy niya? What the, how do you do how do you go about that well actually simply lang naman no ako i'm i'm the type that i firmly believe and i firmly believe that the market is kind naman to those who are willing to listen to it naman so for me uh the saying that the trend is your friend yun solid solid guide na yun no the trend is your friend and based on my experience the market really gives signals if it is about to turn anyway so might as well wait for those signals or maybe for the more conservative investors or traders wait for that term no so but while i respect the trend no if, uh, for example if a stock is turning the conviction to buy no kung how yung how aggressive in terms of kung saan mo siya bibilin and the number of shares or the or even the percentage of portfolio to be allocated in that stock the conviction is greatly helped definitely by valuation or starting valuation. Ibig sabihin, kung talagang uh, meron kang nakita na sobrang okay naman yung negosyo, no? kaya lang uh, sobrang bumagsak yung presyo, no? so experience a downtrend. No? Pero yung downtrend na yun sa presyo uh, made that stock very cheap. No? And ngayon, nakikita mo na yung, ano, yung price action niya para nagbabottom na or some, some, may some reversal signals ka na nakikita. I, I think yung mga ganong klase, no? yung mga ganong klase, uh, is a higher conviction play for me. So, of course, that being said, uh, you mentioned the trend is your friend. But sometimes, of course, actually most of the time, even the best traders out there makes mistakes or at least cuts their losses more than taking profits. It's about risk management at the end of the day. So how do you manage risk? How different is risk management when you were still an individual trader as compared to having this bigger fund where you have several investors well for, for me no for me i, I think ano, risk management is not just kapag may position ka na, you know? i think uh, risk management is should be layered no and always start from the allocation stage yung tipong kapag binigyan ka ng sabi natin sabi no binigyan ka ng 1 billion how much of that 1 million will you how uh, would you really put into play and how much of it would you sabi nating stay in cash no for more opportunistic uh, sabi natin position or trades no should always start from the allocation stage then sa stock picking stage syempre kailangan ma 
clear sa'yo kung paano mamili ng mga stock. Hindi yung, kailangan may solid basis ka, no? hindi yung nabas mo lang, nakita mo lang, or narinig mo lang from, from whoever. No? Kailangan may solid basis ka sa pag-pick mo ng stocks. And then definitely dun sa risk management kapag nasa portfolio mo na yung stocks. No? So I think picking the right stocks based on your back-tested criteria is critical. No? So it has to be a, ano, a solid criteria. No? It's been, yun yung basis mo, yun yung mga criteria mo kasi nasubukan mo dati or binactest mo and it works no? and it made money. Parang gano'n, no? So, you have to pick stocks based on your back-tested criteria and you should abide by your explicitly specified nakasulat. <laughs> nakasulat or gusto mo, lagyan mo ng reminder doon sa laptop mo, no? Uh, yung mga buying and selling rules mo uh, when you are managing your portfolio, no? So, for the second question, no? For the second question, kung paano ba nag-iba yung risk management ng individual pa lang or yung sa'yo pa lang na, na portfolio na manage mo as compared nung may manage ka na sa iba, I think, I think you owe it to your clients, no? You owe it to your clients who have entrusted their money to you to practice sound risk management, no? So, kung iniingatan mo yung sariling pera mo, well, dapat siguro doon mo din na mas, mas pa, no? Mas iingatan mo pa yung pera na pinagkatiwala sa iyo no so yung mga procedures naman similar naman in nature kailangan medyo prudent ka rin sa pag-allocate mo ng assets tapos hindi ka rin dapat bibili ng mga stocks na hindi pasado sa mga criteria mo tapos kung kailangan mo mag-cutlass kailangan mo i-cut-ibenta na talaga yan parang wag matigas yung ulo parang ganoon no sunod ka pa rin sa sistema mo pero siguro dagdag lang dun yung constant reminder na hindi sa iyo no hindi sa yung pera at may, may nagtiwala sa'yo. So, you really try your best, remind yourself every time to not break that trust na may nagtiwala sa'yo ng pera nila. Alright. So, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. So, key, key takeaway uh, in the main difference, at least in terms of mindset, is if you have already several investors under your own fund, you have to remind yourself na it's not your money. Hence, you dapat may risk management talaga na, na specified. Specified risk management. So next question is actually uh, probably a lot of people in their mind, um, especially when, when they start their own fund. In your case, do you combine both fundamental analysis and technical analysis and how you handle your portfolio? If you do combine, which type of analysis do you use more? Does it depend on a certain stock or yeah, so feel free to answer. Yes, so definitely you know, I use both FA fundamentals Specifically in valuation, no? specifically in valuation and technical analysis in trading the market and ma- managing portfolios. No? Kung siguro mas may ginagamit ako dahil mas, mas active kasi yung, ano ko, yung, yung style, no? siguro mas ginagamit ko yung TA pero definitely valuation is one of the cornerstone no? sa stock picking. No? So may kanya-kanya din kasi silang gamit no? pero I make sure that uh, malinaw sa akin kung ano yung mga gamit per method na, na available sa akin. No? So, and I make sure that I use the appropriate method for the specific action that I'd like to carry out for the portfolios I manage. So, for example, pumili ka ng stock mo, sabi ko nga kanina, no? kung pipili ka ng stock mo, maganda na magandang kumpanya, tapos mura, no? pero bumabagsak pa, hantayin mo na lang muna. Parang ganon, di ba? Pero pag umikot na yan, tapos nandun pa rin yung, nag-hold through pa rin yung fundamentals na maayos yung kumpanya, tapos sobrang mura pa rin siya, kasi nga bumagsak yung pre- pero nagto-turn na siya no then definitely that would give you parang again more conviction na ah imbis na sandao may 1 billion ka na portfolio imbis na 50,000 lang ilagay mo kaya mo ilagay kahit mga 20% na portfolio mo dahil lang kompleto yung mga signals mo by combining yung mga 
methodologies na available, so which are definitely yan, fundamentals, valuation, and technical analysis. Yeah, that's right. Because I think for newbie traders or new investors out there, for them, it seems like it's easier to apply technical analysis first, right? Because probably they're thinking heavy and heavy on fundamental analysis. And, and I think some, even experts out there argue that you cannot combine fundamental and technical analysis. So for Sir Aaron's case, pwede, pwede. you can combine valuation and then technical analysis for timing and entry. And especially if you have a more active uh, style in uh, uh, managing your portfolio. So now I think the next question is uh, I believe I personally believe even as a in, as an individual trader it's important to measure your performance especially lalo na pag you have uh, your own fund right so how you sir Aaron, how do you uh, measure performance uh, how frequent uh, which benchmark do you use to gauge outperformance to gauge underperformance Measurement of performance is always absolute, no? So yung price action, tsaka yung mga dividends, no? Kasi syempre napupunta naman siya sa cash. Tapos yung price action niya, kung may unrealized ka, uh, naka-reflect pa rin naman yung sa parang, parang mark-to-market, no? And that performance happen every, our performance measurement happen every day, no? So uh, as, as I mentioned kanina, no, I have this daily routine, no? Uh, daily routine of updating a worksheet per portfolio na manage. So I know where the portfolio stand at the end of every trading day, no? So for that particular worksheet, uh, the periodic performance, pwedeng day-on-day change or usually yung mga year-to-day change, no? Or depende kasi minsan, um, hindi naman sa start of the year nagsimula yung portfolio. So pwedeng yung year-to-date mo from the start of of that fund to, to date. Parang ganoon, no? Yung mga performance sila, I compared them para lang may, ano, may uniformity lang, no? I compared the performance of each portfolio with the PSEI but periodically, since I, I know din naman yung mga uh, pitfall, kasi syempre, yung PSEI is a, is a, a benchmark. Eh, diba? Benchmark in a sense na hindi naman siya discretionary, may pagka-passive ang dating. No? Eh, since yung activity ko, yung mga funds na under management sa akin is actively managed naman, periodically, I compare the performance of the portfolios dun sa mga actively managed mutual funds. Then. So I become informed about the parang apples to apples comparison of performance no, sa mga minamanage ko na portfolio. Makikita natin yan actually sa first metrosec, no? Sa first metrosec, even sa sa classic or even sa ano, sa pro, no? Pag nagpunta ka doon sa mutual funds, sa fund smart, uh, makikita mo naman yan yung mga equity funds, no? Yung mga peso equity funds na walang nakalagay na index sa pangalan, no? So yung mga walang nakalagay na index sa pangalan, yun yung mga actively managed fund. Sabihin may discretion yung mga fund managers, no? hindi siya based on a certain index na ginagaya lang nila or tinatrack lang nila. So, doon ko sila kinocompare, no? Kasi available naman yung mga data nila year-to-date or annual performance, no? Doon ko kinocompare yung performance so that I know, siguro, kung if I, if I underperform, maybe I have to do better, no? If I outperform naman, then I must be doing right. So, kailangan ko malaman ko ano yung nagawa kong tama, no? Para at least makontinue ko to hopefully, hopefully keep the outperformance. Right. That's right. So at least, but uh, at least for for those listeners out there, you have a uh, an idea na di lang PSEI yung basis. Okay, the point, shempre, that's the point of view now of a fund manager. But the point of view of those investing on those new funds, de At least you have a gauge if yung pinaginvest mo nag outperform or not. Because yung iba easy pin gain lang, masaya na. 
But of course, at the end of the day, you could have invested in this certain fund or a certain asset that outperformed pala compared to what you're currently investing at. That's why it's very important even for the investor to know uh, whether your uh, investment is actually outperforming or at least doing uh, really well relatively to the index and the like. So lastly, last uh, last question, uh, Sir Iran. So what are your advice now for those people who just open their new fund management company, their new fund management team, and the like? Is it ma- mahirap ba or may easier way ba at the like? Hindi naman, hindi naman mahirap. No? Kasi again, if you have been trading the market, no, if you have been managing your portfolio for, for quite some time before you decided to manage other people's money, basically extension lang din naman yung activity mo na mas marami ka lang ginagawa uh, kasi mas marami kang shift shift na, port, na portfolio. No? Pero the process is fairly similar dun lang din sa, uh, assuming may process ka na dati ah. So, kailangan kahit na individual portfolio mo pa lang, dapat may process ka na. No? Uh, pag nag-take it ka ng investment from the others, no? pag tinitrade mo yung mga accounts nila, so you, you just extend your activity to their portfolio. Parang ganun. No? I think process-wise, dad, madadagdagan lang. No? Madadagdagan lang yung tinitingnan mo, madadagdagan lang yung sabihin natin yung trading activities mo dahil hindi na lang yung portfolio mo tinitrade mo. Parang ganun. No? Pero uh, in general, no? in general, I think the, the bigger... Uh, the bigger concern here is the, fidu- the fiduciary role. No, hindi natin pwedeng kalimutan yun, no? So my advice really for those who who decide to have their own fund management company, no, to manage other people's money, my advice is really to never forget, not in a single moment, no, that people trusted you with their money. No? So the golden rule applies: do not do unto others what you don't want others to do unto you. No, so if you are the client, siguro, no, and you entrusted your hard-earned money to a fund manager, ayaw mo din naman na hazard sila na mag-invest ng pera mo, di ba? Or kung saan saan kumpanya na lang nila ilagay yung pera mo, no? Take too much risk, tapos uh, wala namang very clear na risk management kung kailan sila lalabas among others, no? So should you decide no should you decide to manage other people's money uh, make sure lang na you are ready to do whatever is needed to be done mm, yun nga again may mga routines ka may mga monitoring tools ka if you feel that you are lacking in sabi natin skills or training you have to train yourself diba improve yourself uh, sabi natin if you feel na you could have done better you have to discover where you could have done better and how you can uh, make yourself better no of course definitely that should those all those should be in line with object with achieving no the objectives of the portfolio and definitely to take care of the client's money thank you thank you sir and actually uh, just one follow up question in connection in connection with the last question actually kasi like i mentioned i, I saw this bulk of new you know little funds no nag-rebound yung market mm-hmm. no fourth quarter not only did the index rebound nag-rebound yung mga yung mga third liners third, not necessarily third liners but you know the the non-index heavyweights like yung AC Energy yung Merrimart tapos for third liners suck somewhat third liners si Dito Telecom and other stocks right and then I'm, I'm noticed kasi bago lang sila parang technically I think they just invested sometime last year and yet, they already have their own fund. Now, I think that the very, very last question is: Meron ka bang certain experience? Na if before you open, before you actually open a new fund management, so this is nothing against. This is nothing against you, mga observant tao. I'm just, I'm just curious, tanga, kasi 
is there a certain number that you would like to put out in terms of experience? Because you mentioned kanina, exp- dapat may experience kana in handling your own money before you handle other people's uh, money, right? Is would you like to put a number in terms of experience? How long? Well, siguro not a number or a period of time. Di, hindi rin siguro eh. Parang y- yung reference ng sa time is more on siguro better put b- before you risk other people's money. Kasi def, yun ang ano eh, yun ang effectively gag- gagawin mo eh. Di ba? Parang kung dati ang nilalaro mo lang yung sayo, ngayon pati yung sa kanila nilalaro mo na. So, or pinapalaro na sayo. Parang gano'n, no? Siguro better put kung ha, sabihin natin, kailangan bago ka mag-manage ang pera ng iba, malinaw na malinaw sa'yo na may proseso ka. Parang gano'n, no? Malinaw na malinaw sa'yo may proseso ka and kailangan malinaw na malinaw sa'yo na kilala mo yung sarili mo na kung ano man yung proseso, yung mga rules, na part ng process na yun, uh, yung mga kailangan mong sundin to carry out whatever you need to do. No? To spin. If you if you have to buy this, you really bought it. Parang ganun. No? Kung based sa proseso mo, kailangan nabilin to, you really bought it at the right time, at the right price, at the right situation, tapos binili mo. Parang ganun. No? Ganun din sa pagbenta. Kung uh, dun sa experience mo, again, the, wala siya sa time. Eh. Dun siya sa parang observed na situation mo in the past talaga na kapag dumarating talaga yung mga panahon na sinasabi ng proseso mo, ng rules mo na kailangan mo na ibenta, talagang binibenta mo siya, then I think you're ready for, ano, you are ready to try your hand on uh, managing other people's money. Pero kung ikaw yung tipo na nakachamba, siguro, ano, sabihin natin, again, uh, pag, pag lumilipad naman ang mga presyo, madaling maging magaling, parang gano'n, ano, madaling maging parang mag, madaling maging parang magaling I mean, yung confidence mo sa sarili mo talagang nag-shoot up din sa parang in proportion with dun sa mga nag-shoot up din na hawak mo dahil hawak din ng marami pang iba parang gano'n no? but then again ma- the market has this way of reminding people din naman n- not every day is a sunny day so kung dumating na sa yung less than a sunny day or even the, ra- the rainy days nakita mo talaga na, uy, teka lang, binalik ko lang din lahat ng kita ko, tapos nalugi pa ako. Definitely, that came from from a lack of process. Or, kung meron ka mang proseso na sabi natin din raw up, no? uh, definitely, that came from a psychological flow. no Parang, may proseso ka, may mga rules ka, pero hindi masanonood. Bakit? Parang gano'n, no? So, kung nandong ka pa sa stage na yon maybe huwag ka muna mandamay ng iba. <laughs> Parang gano'n, no? Huwag ka muna mandamay ng iba. Pero pag na-firm up mo na yung sarili mo, na-firm up mo na yung sarili mo na malinaw na sa'yo yung proseso mo, tapos you have already observed yourself to be really abiding by your own rules and that has produced robust results for you, no? Then, at at that point, siguro you can say na maybe I can extend myself to others na. Thank you. Thank you very much, Surya. For, for all those listeners out there, we have several key takeaways here, right? Again, process, right? Dapat may proseso for those na would like to handle other people's money. Very important yung may process ka. So, there. So, yeah. So, for those who would like to learn more or hear more, from Sir Aaron. So again, we have a uh, te- advanced technical analysis gift, advanced technical analysis starting on April 20 till April 24. So you could still register. You could email First Metrosec. You could take a look at our Facebook page under events. So there. So again, thank you. Thank you, Sir Aaron, for imparting us some knowledge at this uh, 
fine month of April. Thank you for giving us your time. So again, no, for those who were listening to this episode, thank you very much. And take back, you, you could scroll at your Spotify, listen to our other episodes. Very timely yung, yung episodes for the other ones, right? So we, we guested see, see Marvin Hermo, Floyd Wicoco. You could listen to those also. You could listen to our monthly wrap-up for you to ha- have a sense of what's happening in the stock market, right? So again, thank you. This is uh, Roy Aguilar, uh, Sir Aaron Sai. You have any last message, Sir Aaron, before we uh, end this episode? Oh, wala naman. Thank you. No, Thank you for having me here. No, And good luck sa trading. Thank you, everyone. So as always, with First Metro Securities, it's hashtag your future first. So thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to First Metro Securities Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to follow us to get first dibs on our new episodes. For more up-to-date market news and info, exclusive content, and the opportunity to connect with your fellow Filipino investors and traders, join facebook.com slash groups slash First Metrosec and be part of the First Metrosec family. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.